Good morning. This is Michael Stoller for the Stoller Real Estate Report on the Cats Roundtable. This morning, I have J. Philip Rosen, who is the longtime head of real estate, gaming, Israel, and hospitality at the international law firm of Weill, Gotchel, and Mangus. Phil has seen everything over the last 40 years, and he's the leading expert on restructuring bankruptcies and a variety of things, as well as running the Israeli practice for the firm. So, Philip, thanks for coming here. What's up with what, the state of the market? How do you look at it? Thank you, Michael. Um, first of all, I'm honored to be here on your show uh, again, and I appreciate it. Um, also, you didn't mention that uh, I'm co-professor with Michael Stoller of a real estate course at Yeshiva University, Sai Sim School of Business. And uh, every Friday at 10 a.m., I get to be with Michael Stoller interviewing a mogul of real estate. So a lot of fun. Right. It's the Um, Titans of real estate. It's a dynamic course. Exactly. It's a great course. So Titan of real estate, how is the market today? So the market is a bunch of distinct markets. It's very hard to say real estate is good, bad, indifferent. You can't say that because there are 10 different product lines there's a hundred different uh, uh, economic arenas. So you could say multifamily real estate, free market, Upper East Side, Upper West Side, Manhattan. It's good. It's good. <laughs> okay. And then you could say that uh, hospitality, um, upper end hospitality in Manhattan sucks. Um, and then you could go into different other cities and go through the different varieties of real estate. So it's very hard to give one answer. How do, how do you look at the world today as opposed to the past recessions or the past conditions that took place? How, how do you compare it? So there's a bunch of differences, but I would say that this is, this is one that has some parts of the real estate world doing very, very, very well and other parts of the real estate world doing horribly, and there's anything in between. And that you didn't have in other cycles. In other cycles, when it was caused by purely financial um, reasons, an uptick in interest rates, downtick in interest rates, whatever it was, the market went as a whole. I mean, it might have taken longer in certain cities. It might have taken longer for certain products, but... It was a hole, and this one, there's no hole. There's no absolute. There's a bunch of differences um, in terms of product, um, in terms of um, how uh, expensive it is, um, a lot of differences, and mainly the variety is in the locale. Um, New York is different than Chicago, and Los Angeles and Miami. And I think uh, when you talk about real estate, you need to be very specific and go down to the specific uh, geographic area and the type of product, and in some cases, the sub-geographic areas. So in Miami, Bell Harbor may be a lot different than uh, uh, Miami Beach. And uh, uh, Brickell Avenue may be different than the rest of Miami Beach. So you really have to get very, very specific in order to give a real gauge of where the market is. So the, the question is, who, 
who are the investors who are looking to seize the market, as I say in my acronym about SALT? So the, the investors today, um, there's a variety, but the main ones that I focus on are the long-time, very, very well-heeled investors, um, companies and uh, families that are willing to expose themselves to the market today and look at it as a real opportunity. Um, I always say that the best opportunity in real estate, actually, I'll give you a quote. Um, the last downturn, actually, the 2000, uh, 2008 Eight. downturn where Lehman Brothers went under and triggered a lot of, a lot of uh, bad results, the day Lehman went under and my firm filed the bankruptcy, so I was uh, watching very carefully. I was up in Canada. I was visiting clients in Canada. And I remember very, very well that I came from a bunch of meetings. I went to the Brookfield offices. And as I'm about to get in the elevator to go up, one of the heads of Brookfield came over to me and said, um, hey, Phil, how you doing? I said, I'm not doing great. I don't think anybody's doing great. I said... I just came from a meeting where absolutely nobody paid attention to me because they were looking at their screens to see where their portfolio was at. I said, so this trip may be a waste, but I'm coming up to your offices anyway. He pulls me inside and he says, Phil, today is the best day in the history of man for my company. Today, we will make investments that will, in 10 years from now, push our portfolio from $2 billion under management to maybe 20, maybe 40, maybe 100, maybe 300. It actually pushed it up to $790 billion under management from that day going forward. So having confidence in a market that's on a tailspin is a pretty impressive thing. It requires real, to use the expression, balls, um, but it requires people that are very, very smart. And a lot of the investors today are very, very smart. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. One, one of the areas that you also specialize is the casino and the gaming business. What's your thoughts about that, especially with the possibility of three new casinos opening up in New York? So the casinos in New York will change the nature of gaming in this area. I think the people to be harmed by the casinos in New York are the downtrodden, meaning Atlantic City. I think uh, when I represented um, the Trump casinos and, uh, and another group of casinos over the years, I always predicted that it would be 20 or 30 years until Atlantic City becomes a, a good area for investment. Um, I'm not even sure that 20 to 30 years is accurate. If uh, gaming comes to New York City, I think it may be even longer period of time. So they'll be hurt. The Indian casinos in Connecticut will be hurt, but not as much as Atlantic City. With regard to the signature bank loans, what's your thoughts about that? So I don't have very much to do with those, those loans in that portfolio. 
I was very interested to hear other speakers um, and other people I know talk about uh, about the portfolio, but I don't have very much to do with it, Michael. What, what, what's your thoughts about private equity providing debt and equity, more of it today than before? So it's fascinating that the banks have created a void. Um, the banks are very focused on their own portfolios and the issues they have with their own loans, um, especially a lot of them um, coming due next year. Um, so they're not lending real money. and uh, there's a giant void, and you've got, I think it was six or seven billion dollars of um, mortgage backed securities coming due next year and the year after. And in my mind, if the banks can't help finance those loans, you've got a real void, and people have to step in. I think the people that are stepping in are some very, very smart direct lenders, meaning private equity firms, hedge funds and other direct lenders. And um, I think they're, they're doing, they're taking advantage of a great opportunity. How do you like, what's your thoughts about the office market? I think, again, the office market is, um, is a lot of different markets. Um, I think in some cities, the office market is okay. And most of the other cities, the office market is less than okay. And within the Big Apple, what's your thought of that? The office so market. I think the prime properties, the eight properties, are going to do well. They'll, you know, they'll have a new mix of tenants in some cases. In other cases, they'll sign leases that are lower rents than they did in the past. Um, but I think they'll do okay. the The real problem is the B and C markets in New York, and I think those are the ones that have real, real distress. And you, your thoughts about the conversion of these properties? I'm not a big fan of conversion because of the enormous amount of money that you have to put into the infrastructure in order to make conversion successful. And it's not just the building infrastructure itself. It's that, plus it's the infrastructure of the systems around the property itself. So, for example, you need to fix um, the sewer system, the water system, um, HVAC, internet access, all sorts of things have to be, um, a lot of money has to be spent to fix those, to make them viable. Um, and that's expensive. And it adds a tremendous amount of cost to buildings that are already uh, expensive. I'd really like to thank you for your insight on the market. My friend Jay Philip Rosen, and I'll see you next week. See you next week.